Well, good morning, one and all. Um, it's currently 7.44 in Brisbane. I'm currently sat in a car next to the Brisbane Powerhouse in, in New Farm, for those that want to know. Uh, today we're looking at a, a really fucking good artist, a really good band. Um, a band that I remember researching and thinking, yeah, this is going to be an okay one to make. Like, I know quite a bit about metronomy. And then when I did the research, I went, oh my god, I know loads about Metronomy, and I love them. Like, the songs they release are always exceptional. Just exceptional records. Always been independently signed, as far as I'm aware, and consistently put out absolute bangers. Amazing remixes. Just their whole catalogue is so good. I do, I do a whole bit in this where I talk about them not not re about me not realizing how much I liked them until I did the research and realized how much I liked them, which is I guess a really lovely thing to say. There's something there about why don't I know I love them? But I guess that's because they're an independent artist and they've not got the backing of some crazy major record company. Anyway, uh, enjoy this. This is the Who the Fuck Is Metronomy from 2020. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that Glastonbury had been cancelled by the time I recorded this video and that Covid was in full swing, scaring people. So, yeah, as a video, it was a bit of a weird one because I was like, oh, everything's getting cancelled and I'm really sad. But, um, and I'm also, I'm pretty sure I've got some fucking cold. I don't think it was Covid, but I sound a bit snotty, so my apologies from the audio front. Anyway, ranting. Two minute intro. My apologies. Have a uh, enjoy this one. This is Who the Fuck a Metronomy. Welcome back to another episode of WTF. It's the show that aims to take a deep dive in some of the acts performing across festival season 2020. In today's episode, we're looking at the incredibly versatile, different, out there, brilliant metronomy. They're a group of musicians from all over the UK. If you've never heard of them before, hopefully this video will help answer the question Who the Fuck Metronomy? Joseph, Oscar, Anna, Olog Benga and Michael are the five members that make up Metronomy. Joseph originally is from Totnes in Devon. Genre-wise, they're described as New Disco, Indie-tronica, New Wave, Indie Pop, electric, Electronic Pop and Wonky Pop. Okay, They remind me of a blend of like epic alternative artists like David Bowie, LCD Sound System, Arcade Fire. But then they also have this kind of electronic influence from people like Justice and Simeon Mobile Disco and Hot Chip. Metronomy started as a bedroom project in Joe's bedroom when he lived at home with his parents in Totnes in Devon. He started messing around after he was given a computer by his dad at 16 or 17. In 2002, Joe moved to Brighton to study, having another a number of odd jobs, including working at HMV. It was during this time that he started getting involved in electronic music in the by DJing and performing at local club nights. 
In the autumn of 2005, Metronomy released their debut album, Pip Payne, Pay the 5000 You Owe, which was preceded by the single, You Could Easily Have Me. Initially, Metronomy was essentially a laptop DJ performance act. But soon after, he asked school friend Gabriel and his cousin Oscar to join the band. Joe explains that I was doing some shows on my own, which was pretty crap, so I thought I would be better to get the band thing going on. In 2007, they released a remix of El Manor by Gorillaz, way before the Metronomy hype train started. Damon Orban has a knack for doing this. In 2008, they released their second studio album, Nights Out, known for records Heartbreaker and Radio Ladio. It wasn't until 2011 that I started to pay attention to Metronomy. They released three singles, Everything Goes My Way, The Look and The Bay. All three records were taken from the third studio album, The English Rivera. The Bay would go on to be a bit of a flag flyer for them, nominated for Best Dance Floor Filler from the Enemy Awards in 2012. The music video is amazing for it as well. It's like got this Miami Vice-esque feel to it. It looks, there's lots of like re-glamorous models and a beautiful coastline. It looks like Miami. It's actually shot in Torquay in Devon. Color grading. What shows what colour grading can do to you. The English Avira will go on to be nominated for the 2011 Mercury Music Prize alongside Adele, KTB, James Blake, Elbow, Everything Everything, Ghost Poet and winner PJ Harvey. And also in 2011 they were going to remix the song You and I by Lady Gaga released on her remix album. After the success of English Revere in 2014, they followed up with the single Love Letters, which was debuted on Zane Lowe's Radio 1 show, and it reminds me so much of an old Bowie record. From the get-go of hearing that, I thought it was a Bowie-style record. It would go on to be the first single taken from their upcoming album of the same name, Love Letters, which also featured the record I'm Aquarius. Love Letters would also feature a music video from legendary director Michael Gondry, known for famously directing the 2004 film Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The video is really cool. It's like the band are performing in the middle of this set and the camera moves around this these like frame shots. It's really hard to explain. Go watch it. It's very clever though. It's very Michael Gondry. And in 2015, they released a remix of On My Mind by Ellie. Golding. In May 2016, in an interview with Annie Mack, they announced the title for their upcoming album entitled Summer 08, alongside the record Old School, a record I completely forgot about until I wrote this video. What a fucking great record Old School is! The album would also include the record Hang Me Out To Dry, which features Robin. In 2018, Joe would actually go on to produce her latest album, Honey, as a kind of lead writer and producer. Last year, in June 2019, they announced the release of their sixth studio album, Metronomy Forever, and put out the incredible Lately. Lately, I'll call you when 
Most of these records have been released through Because Music. They're an independent music label based out of London and Paris. We spoke about them last year. Other artists include The Beta Band, Diplo, DJ Medi, Duck Sauce, Major Laser, London Grammar, Zoo and Moby. They also own the rights exclusively to Ed Banger, which is why DJ Medi's on there. So that also includes people like Busy P, Cassius and Justice. I think that kind of relationship between those bands and producers and DJs is something that is very prominent within Metronomy's work, hence why there's so many remixes that they've been part of. And last year, Metronomy were asked by Foles to have a stab at remixing their record on the Luna, taken from part one of Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost. And they did an almost jungle-esque remix. It's bloody brilliant. On top of all of the remixes they've done and the releases that they've put out, they've also had so many artists remix their work. I'm just going to go through a list of my favourites. In 2012, legendary Two Bears, half of Hot Chip, remixed The Bay. Two Inch Punch did a wonderful remix of The Look, as did Camo and Drum Bass Legends Camo and Crooked. Duke Jamont had a stab at Everything Goes My Way. Claptone remixed I'm Aquarius in 2014. Love Letters got the Soul Wax treatment into it also in 2014. Twenty sixteen, old school was remixed by Fatima Yama. And sixteen beat was also remixed by fellow label friends Cassius. KDA had a stab at Hang Me Out to Dry. And last year in twenty nineteen. Idols and Georgia individually had a go at remixing Wedding Bells. Such an eclectic blend of artists there. I think it's wonderful. The most popular record is The Look, currently selling 52 million hits on YouTube. I think The Bay is very closely behind that on 49. They're an amazing band. They're a band that I completely misunderstood and have just let slip by the wayside. But making this video, I realised just how many amazing records that they've got. They were, they were of course due to play Glastonbury, which is why they're featuring on this. If they're announced for next year, then this is already here. Wonderful. They're an amazing, amazing band. I really, really, really rate them. And I highly recommend going and checking out some of their remixes, some of the remixes that they've had done for them and that they have done of other people. Also, their original work is brilliant. Their set list must be absolutely wonderful. They're, they're just absolute legends and they've been around for a long time and continue to put out really, really high quality music. For me, they've never really like been the upper echelon top dog, but they've also never had any help from major record companies, so perhaps that's why. Regardless, their music's absolutely wonderful, and it's been absolutely brilliant making this video. I hope you have also enjoyed them. Have you seen them before? If they're announced for Lastery next year, or Reading and Leeds, maybe this year, would you go check them out? Let me know your thoughts in the comments section below, as always, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. The sentiment there for 
uh, that, that I take away from that video, number one, Damon Albarn smashes it. I remember him also featuring Lil Sims in like an, uh, one of the records. I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't Plastic Peach. It's much later. But um, Damon Albarn featuring Lil Sims and a load of other artists. Denzel Curry, I think. Gorillas have always been at the forefront of new artists that go and become massive. So love, love that. Um, the second one was just around them being an independent band. When you have as many bangers as that and consistently put out bangers, you know, they're not Arctic Monkeys. They're not Sam Fender. They're not Adele. <laughs> they're not Arcade Fire, not Kings of Leon, but they do put out consistent bangers. Um, really should be headlining a stage. I'm not saying it's the Pyramid or the other stage at Glastonbury, but it should be a stage because they're so, so influential and and so talented and so smart. Like, really fucking creative people. And I loved, I loved writing that episode. Doing the research for that episode really, really opened my eyes to just how good they were and just how many bangers they have, honestly. Like, they, every record in their, like greatest hits it's just so good it just listening back to that again i can i forgot about um lately which is a record that i absolutely smashed in 2019 um old school brilliant the bay love letters all of them are just so good hang me out to drive robin just gorgeous gorgeous records i i love all of them they're all five out of five records um so yes I will be 100% checking out Metronomy because just so many really great songs. Um, yeah, I think that's the sentiment I'm taking away from that. I love that I, I remember doing this so well and I'm really glad I did it and that it's there because it is so good. Um, because they're so good. And since then they've gone and released a new album, um, which I haven't given anywhere near enough time, but <clears throat> I will, I promise. But yeah, that's just kind of the takeaway from me. That's the get, which is that Metronomy are an absolute banging, banging, banging band. And I'm really excited to see them. I hope you enjoyed this. And I will, of course, catch you tomorrow in the next one. I think we're going to go for something a little more dance-orientated tomorrow. We're running a bit thin on Glastonbury Artists. and going to have to start digging into my season four in the run-up too. But we're 30 days away now. Is it 30 days away? So a Glastonbury countdown? 36 days. All right, so sub 40 still. Nearly, nearly into the month. I hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday and I will see you tomorrow. Cheers, bye.